0: In for the kill steal. It's this game where with me Chris and me Ashley in the room. Oh look, are you doing context? What do you mean? I, I wanted if you talk about us being in the same room. We're in the room. Yeah, but you always say, "Oh Chris, you always talk about context," and I thought, "I wonder if he's going to talk about context." No, I don't. You always say <laughs> you, it. Now,
1: hang on, hang on. That's because you you explain things like. So I was um, last Thursday playing Zelda with my daughter and the A key was a little bit jammy. So I un- unscrewed the back of the controller and I cleaned up all the buttons and then I pop- popped it all back together again. And then I popped out for some milk. And anyway, this is a long way of saying um, welcome to this game where. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, that's me slammed. Yeah. What does that say? Ro- right. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> Saying we're in the same room it's not quite no, the same right. calibre. You want to listen to some of our episodes, Chris, you'll see. <laughs> and why are we in the same room? Uh, I don't know. Because we you do. K- you pestered me until you could come round, that's why. Well, yeah, true. Partly true. I was in some multiplayer games. For are the- we? Yeah,
0: this week, next week, maybe. Uh, as well.
1: In that case, I've um, misunderstood the uh,
0: <laughs> brief. Oh, well, mine's a multiplayer game.
1: <laughs> oh, I've gone for games that we can't play on your laptop.
0: Oh, okay. Fair
1: enough. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Have I done a bad? <laughs> it's fine. It is what it is. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, mine's the balls, play games.
1: So that's exciting. Cool. I mean, yeah. I'm really excited about playing a game with you. Yeah. <laughs> Makes so much like children. Is it worse when you can see my face? Does it make it clear when <laughs> oh, I'm being disingenuous? Yeah. Yeah. it's, oh, it's no. Quite clear. Right. I'm gonna. St- I'm gonna go in for it anyway. Uh, the problem week... with this is I can read all your notes, so
0: I, I can don't... just.
1: Sorry. Uh, have you seen what the game is? No, because you wrote like
0: chicken scratches. It's yeah, doctor's notes. I do. My my writing when I prep these is really terrible. Yeah. Uh, it's Mine's awful, normal. so I don't
1: know what I'm don't know why I'm laying into you. Yeah. Bad man. Well anyway, it's this is
0: we're playing this game where you control an army of analids that knock seven shades of soil out of each other, taking turns to do so. Ah, oh, okay. I don't I didn't know that word.
1: Analids. So, yeah, annelid I'd like, I'm hoping that you're going to be able to tell me what annelid means, but it's worms. It is worms. Is it the first worms? Worms 1. Okay. What's your favourite worms? This is the only worms. What's worm- your favourite worms
0: to have? This is the only worms game I've Tape I like tapeworms. Oh, oh, that sort of worm. Um, Glow worms? They're quite cool. Yeah. Can cool. you have them? End, end of chat. Glow worms.
1: Mm. Or do you just possess them? I, I don't know. <laughs> You can have a glow worm. What's annelids mean? Tell me what annelids mean. posh word for worms. It's just the the posh word for worms. Segmented bodies. Okay. So actually, would a centipede or millipede count as an annelid? Because they've got segmented bodies.
0: I I think an annelid is where they can control each individual segment individually. I don't know if centipedes or millipedes can do that.
1: No. Do they have to be able to get chopped up and, and survive and become new beings?
0: I don't know.
1: How many brains has a worm got? 20. No, but close. I think this is probably not quite correct for all worms, but certainly the earthworms in the UK tend to have 11 at like, oh. maturity. Is that a genuine fact? Yeah. Oh, cool. I did biology right. at, at A-level. Oh, I didn't. We learned about worm brains. Great. What a great bit of knowledge. And strawberry genes. Yeah? I extracted genet- I, I extracted the, uh, the genes from a strawberry. They have
0: all the seeds on the outside, don't they? They do. Yeah, they're not a real berry, not a true yeah, berry. Yeah, I found this, like this very weak. Mm. Cool. Anyway, we are playing worms. Uh, well, irony
1: bananas, true fucking berries. Yes. Yeah. Strawberry, not a berry. Yeah. Banana, both a berry and a herb. <laughs> I did not so, know
0: the herb they're... Yeah, they're herbaceous. Herbaceous oh. plants. Totally herbaceous, man. <laughs> so, worms. Is That's not game, games, is, is it? It's yeah, a game sorry. you've played.
1: Um, uh, yeah just yeah. check him just uh check him.
0: which which one's your favorite worms well i've only played the first one this one we're playing today mm. so right worms
1: armageddon's where it really like it's where it's at. gets gets its groove oh. it's its hits its stride i think worms armageddon all the games after worms armageddon are kind of just rehashes of worms armageddon whereas worms in towards worms armageddon there's like a gradual build-up mm. of, of arsenal and uh, technique and was, tactics and strategy. Was Armageddon the third one? I couldn't tell you. I wish I could. No, I think he is. it is. is. was on the N64.
0: On. Okay. I can tell you that. Um, Team 17. They were founded in 1990 in Wakefield and are still going. And they have made hundreds of Worms games. Not literally hundreds, just a lot. Uh, a game series called Alien Breed, which is apparently quite good. And also Overcooked 2. Overcooked two, mm. yeah. Well, did they make Overcooked two? Yep. Okay. Did they make Overcooked? No. Weird. Yeah. And Worms was published by Ocean. So Worms
1: as a genre, yeah. Well, this
0: is weird because Team Seventeen have become quite a big publisher in their own right. Yeah. Yeah. On Wikipedia, they've got there's, there's two separate lists: There's one of games they have developed and one of games they've published. And uh, they've in published years, a ton. The, yeah. Which I was quite surprised. And, by. and
1: pretty good ones, little indie mm. type games like Overcooked. So they 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 published Overcooked and then they developed the sequel itself
0: yes that's correct interesting yeah so worms as a genre it straddles two stra- uh, genres oh. artillery and tactical so artillery, artillery games artillery is a sub-genre of maybe even the tactical sub-genre and the games that involve you controlling <laughs> a tank or a cannon and um sort of it culminates really with angry birds would would be within that genre really yep uh it's to do with the uh, the, par- parabola, the, the parabola, the shooting, parabola, the shooting, and the the idea of the wind and the air maybe changing how you're shooting and aiming and all that, jazz. So they they've they've coined the phrase artillery game for yep. that, right? Okay, all uh, right, fine. And tactical games are is a strategy subgenre, and we've played a couple of tactical games already, League of Legends and Starcraft, but also Marion Rapids would class as a tactical game, which is a game that yep. I really really like.
1: Yeah, tactics
0: games. Um. You, what did you say StarCraft and
1: League of Legends? Mm, I'd say I'd say League of Legends is a bit tactics based but StarCraft would traditionally be considered a, mm, yeah, an RTS real time strategy. Right, actually, yeah. Um tactics and strategy do you know the difference? No. Okay, so strategy is overview and you put together strategies ahead of time that you can then execute in the field. Uh, so if you're sense. thinking militaristically, your strategy is your broad overview of the situation, the plan that you you devise to try and deal with the enemy. So like if you're talking about flanking to the left or oh. going head on or whatever. Christopher. Sorry. Um if you're talking about all that stuff, then that's your strategy that you put together ahead of time. Your tactics are the in the moment decisions that you make once in the field. So one is broad overview, one is immediate hmm. um and reactive. There we go. Are you a fan of these games though? Yeah, I, I like well, I that's just that's just, that's just you know, knowing knowing words, isn't it? Hmm. Strat- that because that's not that's not based uh, genuinely, this isn't a thing that's based in the games or the or these genres, but that's how those genres define themselves against one another. So a strategy game is is that one way you're sort of like a goddish character looking out over the field and sending you people out into the field. And a tactics game is one where you're plonked in the middle of a, a situation and you have to figure the situation out as you work your way through it. So right. Final Fantasy Tactics Advance was the first tactics game that I played, mm-hmm. whereas Age of Empires came before that. Um, and, I, uh, and that was probably the first strategy game that I played. Although, actually, it's not. I don't think it is. It, I think it was Total Annihilation, possibly. Yeah, that might have been the first rts that i played um yes i am it's the short answer you know how (laughs) laid into you at the beginning (laughs) rambling um yeah no i like i like both genres um you don't tend to find or you didn't used to tend to find as many tactics games as um as real-time strategies Mm -hmm. Um, but they're sort of coming into their own a little bit more now. Like you've said, that well, you've got Mario and Rabbids. Yeah, Mario uh, was Rabbids a big...
0: was, was a game I got free with the Switch when I got it a few years ago. And uh, I initially was a bit sneery towards it. thought, oh, it's not really my kind of thing. And mm. I gave it a go. And it's really, really good. Yeah,
1: you've uh, put put all the hours into that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I mean, it is good. It's really, It's really well... Um, considered tactics game. Yeah. so you should try if you if you do like tactics games.
0: You should try the Final Fantasy ones because they are fun. Well, I got the sequel to Mario Rabbits, which is uh, mm, a spark a, of hope. Bombs as well, but uh, I got the demo oh, really? and really liked it. But uh, I thought the the sequel it was quite cheap. It's bombed. Yeah, it's done really badly. There Was a, an article this week or maybe last week uh, the director of Ubisoft saying that they should have maybe waited for the next Nintendo console and that maybe that it was. Yeah almost <clears throat> oversaturation or, or i can't remember the wording of it but that they they admitted themselves it's not done as well as we hoped which is really sad because it's a it's a good game worms released late 95 to may 1998 on all manner of consoles and i've ordered them from the most to the, the, the least sorry to the most surprising uh least surprising then we've got pc mac amiga playstation one saturn Snes, Mega Drive, Game Boy, and Jaguar.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of platforms.
0: Here's a lot. Yeah,
1: I mean, it doesn't surprise me because Worms became one of those games and still is one of those games that just gets everywhere. Worms get everywhere. Yeah, that sounded odd.
0: Yeah, yeah but Game Boy, and Jaguar, though, I was surprised by personally mm. surprised by those. No, I'm not really
1: surprised at the Game Boy, the Jaguar more so because it was, uh, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a, a limp situation that one wasn't it but the game boy for sure um i had lemmings on the game boy i think we talked about that and i think the notion of getting tiny things onto a tiny screen and making them even more tiny is is a little bit hard to pass maybe but actually when they do it how
0: how many pixels do you actually need to to produce a worm not too many probably not many no yeah well, that leads me nicely into the development, actually, to t- tiny things on a tiny screen. The game started development in 1990. A guy called Andy Davidson, who was a computer shop employee, who created a prototype called Artillery on a Casio graphics calculator for his own amusement. Interesting. Yeah, of course. And the idea of a game being on a calculator just blows my mind. Yeah, they've put all sorts of games on calculators now,
1: but it would be nice to be able to take that into an exam, wouldn't it? It would. Yeah. So play on that. yeah, when
0: you've got your spare time at the end. <laughs> he then he then decides to develop the game on an, an Amiga in 1993 and was inspired by the graphical style and humour of Lemmings, which I think yeah. really comes through in, yeah, the, in, in the finished game. There's also a sense with Worms of uh, Britishness, which I think comes through both through the game and also a couple of stories I'm going to tell today as well. Mm. That that uh, British identity really comes through really strongly, I think, as well. Yeah. Uh, on the Amiga, he also renamed it again, the humor side of it he renamed it total wormage which was a reference to a game called total carnage mm-hmm. and he pitched it around uh, and about during 1994 with no <clears> look <throat> no one was really interested in the game sadly until he showcased it at the european computer trade show in 1994 and team 17 were there and they made an offer for it on the spot yeah And then the development of it, they decided they want to get it released as quickly as possible. So they put three people on the game and said that they had to get it ready in six months. But they had to rewrite the code completely because it had been coded for an Amiga. So it had to be redone completely for a PC release. And three people managed to turn it around in six months to produce worms. Nice. Yeah. Which is very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And interestingly, when they started publishing it on other consoles, on consoles, not just PC, uh, the PlayStation 1, Sony America were really dead against it appearing on the PlayStation 1 because they didn't want any 2D games. They wanted the PlayStation 1 to just be pure 3D games. I'm guessing to show off the firepower and the the, the big boy games. Do you know, that's the first time I've heard that and it makes me a little bit sick yeah i was uh i was quite saddened by it and mm. team 17 said that they, they found it really difficult but were then really grateful at the fact that it sold really well it sold sick on, on the playstation one only yeah. sixty thousand copies in the first year but went on to sell literally millions of copies on the playstation one so yeah. they felt they felt justified in being able to port it on that is just just to clarify that it's just sony america they were okay putting it on the PlayStation One in other territories. It was just Sony America being a bit sneery. Oh, it's absurd! That, it is. that whole period of time
1: was ridiculous. There were, I think, there were there were a number of games that would have benefited from being two D affairs that forced themselves into
0: that three D mold and buggered themselves. It beggars belief. Well, that's what Worms went on to be. It went on to be three D games. As I said, I've not it played did. them since, but uh, but yeah. But, well, they didn't. They didn't. They did do Worms three D, didn't they? They actually did a Worms 3D.
1: I think so. I think I think they did. There was Hugs of War on the PlayStation yeah. one as well, which was a Worms style. Pulls from the same thread. Yeah. Um, Lemmings. Maybe Lemmings did Lemmings 3D. Lemmings mm. definitely did a 3D game.
0: Lemmings 3D is supposed to be absolutely awful. I've never yeah. played it because I think that was one of the many games that, that struggled with that transition to 3D.
1: I might just be thinking about that when I say, I feel like Worms 3D was a thing, though. We'll find
0: out. Uh, there were also ports to Virtual Boy and 32x cam- uh, plans, but were cancelled due yeah. to the consoles being complete flops. Yeah, yeah. So that's the uh, the the game development itself so the game itself Uh, what were you playing this on have you already told me i was playing on pc i i had the white label re-release of the game Mm. which was called worms united which was worms and an expansion pack called worms reinforcements the expansion pack added a single player campaign a level creator sound packs fmv sequences bizarrely as well so uh, when you say the white label? Do you mean the sold-out games? Yes, I do. Yeah. I, I, I put white label, and then when I Googled it, I found it was on sold-out games. I meant to change that. Logo. I had the same one. Yes. I had oh. Worms United. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I had it, because it's not really a game that... I think it might have be been the fact it was budget, possibly, or something. I'm not really sure. My friend had Worms Armageddon on
1: the N64, so we played a lot right. of Worms Armageddon. And then I saw Worms United in sold-out games. And as you know, sold-out games are traditionally very bargain price For like five i, I think it was yeah and
0: i wanted some worms well so yeah as you do got all warmed up i got all wormed up yeah my main memory of the game was i think i've talked about this before my, my uncle had a, a cd-rom of all little sound clips and, and icons and things and Uh, I I pillaged the CD-ROM for the little clips from like Monty Python and The Simpsons and things like that. So that when I emptied the recycling bin, there'd be some quote from Lisa and and things like that because I was a, a, a real cool kid. And one of on this CD-ROM there was this whole thing of icons. So I changed the worms icon into a blood splat because I thought that was cool. Yeah. And then it then meant the game didn't run, so I had to change it back. Yay! To it, yeah. So then I had to change it back to the icon it defaulted to. So <laughs> oh, well there you done. go. But that that is the
1: kind. Uh, I can't remember if we've talked about. It. We almost certainly have. I was definitely talking to someone about Macs a couple of days ago, and how Macs have obfuscated all of the. Um, all of the user interface and that, that customizability and where windows has gone down a similar route, although not to the same extent uh, It's making kids grow up and not really understand the innards, even in a superficial mode and mm. non in a superficial way. They, they just don't really engage with it in the same way. Whereas you were spending some time in your, what was it? Teens or
0: yeah, probably early
1: like 13, 14. Yeah messing around with icons and i i get i figure that you almost certainly learned something about the way computers yeah. worked i i once flipped the switch on the back of uh, one of our pcs um it was a red one and i always wondered what it did <laughs> and i didn't unplug it and when i switch, i flipped it it went poof, and a little plume of smoke came out of the power supply it was to switch it between um european standards ah. and and the UK standards, so I blew up the power supply on our PC. Great, um, but I learnt something. <laughs> yeah. Um. And and that was the way that we kind of I think our generation kind of approached computers to a large extent. We were we were messing around on MSM Messenger and messing around changing icons. We were messing around digging into things that we may maybe shouldn't have been digging into things and learnt a lot. Yeah. It. I learnt more pissing around on my PC at home than I did in
0: any IT class because the teachers didn't know what they were <laughs> talking yep. about a lot of the time. It's just about fact I was 13, 14, and, and I was spending actively spending my time choosing to play about with icons and and sound clips and stuff. Like yeah. talk talk to kids about oh, I sound really old. Talk to kids about that these days. They they'd not have a clue, would they? Quite possibly not. No. It's it's a strange it's a strange trajectory we've taken, but we do sound old, so we should yeah, move on. Yeah. Uh, so the game itself, you have a, a set of levels. Levels are randomly generated, and one of the quotes from the blurb is that no two games are ever the same yeah that is so superficial that's one of the problems that i do have with worm okay
1: um it is the same over and over and over again and i like it if you are against if you're against a person i like it if you're against a a a pc if you're against computer player i'm not sure i enjoy it that much
0: because they're Um, really good
1: no, not always. a lot of the time it's because they're not good enough. you oh. can turn it you can turn up the the difficulty on the computer yeah. player um but it's always more interesting when you've got a, a a human on the other side trying to thwart you in ways that a computer at least in that day would never have thought yeah.
0: to do. Which is what I'm looking forward to, to doing today, the actual the multiplayer side of it, because that's what me and my brother spent a long time playing, was was uh, playing this against each other. I'm not amazing at it, so you've got a real good chance of hammering if, me. If it's any comfort, I'm not particularly great. Hey, either, this is so. going to be so fun. <laughs> uh, the gameplay itself then, you control a team of several worms... Uh, one I think it's five, five. Per, there we go five per team and you take it in turns to choose what to do against the other player to try and scupper them Us- usually using weapons but you might target a weapon at the worm but you might target a worm at the landscape itself because the landscape if you fire at the soil beneath one of your opponent's worms it might send them spinning up into the air and then landing some water and then straight away that's an instant kill so there's to strategy with the landscape as well as just whittling down your players the, the other tactics. players how, tactics, exactly and each go has a time limit in order to keep things fast paced and moving. Yeah. And you can change the time limit. I think that there's no harm in giving people the time
1: to think, um, time and space to mm. think. So I generally would put the time limit to a higher end than, uh, rather than a lower end.
0: And within that, the the comedy side of it as well. You've got the thing that most people remember are the the wacky weapons. For example, the, mm. the banana bomb, the exploding sheep in Worms Two, the holy hand grenade from Monty Python pops yeah. up as well.
1: There's super sheep as well. I don't know if that was an Armageddon one, but you you take a, a super sheep is a controllable missile
0: that flies through the air with a cape on its yes. back. Yes. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Maybe a friend had it or something. Yeah, that rings a bell. I didn't actually look at the other weapons other than those first two because I didn't want to spoil it for myself. I wanted to have the enjoyment of, oh, that's... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fine, the, the, the wackiness of it. And you've also got as well, I think the Worms talk. They You've do. got the, the high pitch voices, which juxtapose quite nicely with the explosion and destruction around them. They, I think, in where in the first Worms, even, like it, it began right at the beginning,
1: you can choose the style of their voices. So you might have a squad of Worms that sound like British Army officers, or you might have some, <laughs> some that sound like Liverpudlians. <laughs> I didn't um, know that. Yeah, there are, different, there are different characters right? Um, that that are inherent in those voices that you can choose
0: so that's the game and then the last kind of story i want to tell uh, oh you can choose
1: your gravestones as well do you remember that
0: i don't remember there being gravestones
1: yeah whenever a a worm dies if it dies on land it will turn into a gravestone you can choose the you can choose the type of gravestone that you have (laughs)
0: it's a bit much in it is it i don't know Uh, yeah i don't know anymore the other story i wanted to tell again this idea of britishness is that there was a game released called worms for teletext right that's interesting and which strange. was broadcast in march 1996 now we have talked about we have talked about teletext uh in a previous episode i think we talked about it in what was the game with the jelly that molded stuck together denky blocks oh denky blocks yeah okay we talked about oh tv games tv on, games, TV yeah. games mm. on Sky, but we didn't really talk about teletext so teletext is a very this again makes it very old have we not old. talked
1: about teletext in the context of you really enjoying that quiz show that was on there. Bamboozle. Yeah. And also you used to read, who is it?
0: That, Digitizer. Yeah. So Digitizer made their, made their career on Teletext yeah, yeah. doing the games pages. Mr. Biffo. Yeah. Digitizer still going strong online and there's, mm. there's regular conventions and things for that. So Digitizer was the daily games pages that went up on Teletext that so I used to read the reviews and news, et cetera. Teletext was a proto internet uh, that kind of started about 93 3 maybe even earlier actually it wasn't really a proto internet it was an information
1: delivery system yeah but it didn't have the democratized nature of the early internet that came in that that we got access to later on yeah it was very much um a an extension of like the um broadcasting services that we had like the itv and bbc networks
0: yeah access via your tv so you, you press mm. the teletext button and then you dial in a number it might be i don't know 243 and that would take you to the the holidays page where you can have a look at holiday offers and, and stuff like that teletext was actually itv's version wasn't it it was cfax it was uh, cfax BBC. on bbc yes
1: so teletext was the the ITV it was boring channel for, Sorry. no it wasn't cfax was boring oh C- yes yeah, c-fax, c-fax, cfax was, was just all boring stuff teletext itv as you can imagine because because tel- itv tr- traditionally i think has been a bit like the entertainment
0: zone yeah um and they always had the more interesting stuff
1: like bamboozle and like the games
0: yes yeah, so bamboo bamboozle was a, a quiz so you have a question and you'd have the four options and you'd press this color to take you to this option and you could and then it would then it's almost like a hyper it was a hyperlink it would then hyperlink to the right answer etc so worms for teletext was a game developed for teletext oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was broadcast in March 1996 for six weeks and then pulled due to technical demands. So TV, a TV in 1996, obviously had no computing power and it was not capable of two-way communication with a server. So, and also Teletext had a limit to the number of pages available each day. So what Team17 did was they set up a small landscape with only four weapons and it was a different set of weapons each day so on a sunday it would be the holy hand grenade on monday it might be mines for example and you'd have your worm and then one two or three other worms on the screen and each possible move a player might be able to make would already have had a drawn screen which was then broadcast to a hidden page so if you moved your your aiming reticule one pixel to the left that would then have to then call up the the page for that aiming reticule being moved to the left and it or if you moved your worm one pixel to the right it would have to then call the page that showed your worm having moved one page to the right as you can imagine that was very complicated and took a a long time to 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 make and each screen. So once you've called a screen for moving your worm one pixel to the right for the the new screen to appear to show that that would take about 10 seconds to draw in. This sounds scintillating. So the processing Did side you play of that. This? No, I didn't know it existed. I found okay. I found the whole history about it on the Team 17 website. Apparently the testers spent an absolute fortune on batteries for TV remotes just testing on it. Bike. And it I got, would hate to be them. Yeah. And he got pulled after six weeks just because of this, the fact it was just, it was so slow as to be unwieldy. And the entire code was lost in the summer of 1998 oh. when, and this is again the, the Britishness coming through, when a programmer spilled <laughs> a large jug of dandelion and burdock <laughs> all over an Amiga that had all the source code oh. assets in. Oh no. Yep. Yeah.
1: I wonder if they still have, if they have that Amiga. I'm sure there's some... Absolute brain that can
0: what right recover that. Well, the, the the screens that are available on on the Team Seventeen website because I know people are able to find teletext and cfax fax pages on VHSs because the the signal. Like if, if someone yeah. was had recorded, I don't know, Wheel of Fortune in September nineteen ninety five, it would then have the the code within that, so that's people can then can well. then pull like, that's out exactly
1: what I was talking about. Yeah, I wouldn't have even thought to try and do that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, so, yeah, that's that. And uh, reviews for the game are sevens, eights, and nines across the board. Mm. Uh, in total, the series, which went on to spawn lots of, of follow-ups, um, has sold 70 million to date. Yep. This game, nice. Worms 1, lots sold... Lots more than Sonic. Yeah, lots more than Sonic. This game to date, Worms 1, has sold 5 million copies across all ports. That was only by 2006. So, obviously, we're now in 2023. It's only going to sold a lot more since then. So, we're, we're talking big numbers.
1: Big numbers! Yeah.
0: And that's worms. Worms. Let's Let's go, go. Let's go kick some dirt. For me, <laughs> that's very, very northern. Uh, yeah, what the game was like. Why, you, <laughs> why did
1: you say like that? Like you were dis, disassociating yourself from being a northerner. It was just. It was very. Are not you not a northerner? Central. Bullshit. Not for me. Bullshit. You're a northerner. All right. You're from the north. I'm proud. You're not though, are you? You're ashamed. You're a middle class. <laughs> you're a middle class man
0: full of shame that he's not a southerner. <laughs> oh dear. That's not.
1: Let's no, not pick at that.
0: Anyway, yeah, Worms. I don't know what that meant. I don't think it's for me either.
1: It's not It's not for me. I, I kind of knew this already, though, because once you've played Worms, you know what Worms is. And I don't know if I did say that in the first half, but it, it is how I felt. I used to play Worms Armageddon, as, as I maybe alluded to quite a lot with friends at their house on the on the Nintendo 64. And I bought Worms United off the back of it because... I wanted to be better at it, and I wanted to like it more than I actually did, and it made me like it less. Oh, it made me like it less. I think because Worms Armageddon, as we've seen in the first half, because we played both, um, Worms Armageddon is nice and polished. There's only four years between these games, mm. and and I don't know how many games in between the two, um, but there was there was so much more polish applied to Worms Armageddon. The graph graphically, it's really lovely. And they've taken on this cartoon aesthetic that mm-hmm. carries on through, through to uh, future games. The uh, the Arsenal's much larger in Armageddon too. And it's taken on more of that zaniness that
0: people know worms for. It's also got a lot more customizability with the actual the way you can play the game. You can really tailor the game to be what you want it to be in, in Armageddon. So, so that's why I
1: kind of didn't really get what I wanted from Worms yeah. United when I bought it I I wanted it to make me like Worms more and it made me make made me like Worms less because it was offering less and it yeah. had less of what I actually did like about it which was the comedy zaniness
0: yeah it feels a lot more down the line and and you've just said there as well it doesn't have the zaniness it really is a lot more serious than I first thing I remember it being but also then I think a lot of the uh, the the blurb and and bump I read around the game suggested that like, I thought it was going to have a lot more humour in it than it actually did.
1: Yeah, it's definitely there. Like, oh, it the is. Notion, yeah, you, you pointed towards the team names and the, there's a team that's royalty, and this is pre Diana dying, 1995. But the the royal team is Charles, Elizabeth not Diana and Philip Yeah. Because she had that, at that at that point was um blacklisted yep. and, and ousted from the, the family. Um so there's there's that and then there was the George Ringo, there was the Beatles yep. in there. They had the voices, so the the different um the different accents. They had a Scottish accent and a not Elvis. Um, a not Elvish which, yeah. which is like oh, 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 all <laughs> over the place. Just different different iterations of that. Um,
0: so it was all it was all definitely there. Like and the 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 gravestones and the things like wait during your go forty five seconds if you were taking a while one, one of them would chiv you along like hurry up things yeah. like that which Come are on. yeah which again it is it is good
1: yeah I think of worms as like a prototype of what worms actually is because worms is what Armageddon is I I personally do think that uh, in by nineteen ninety nine with worms and Armageddon they had hit the pinnacle of the series. And every game after that has been remaking Armageddon in mm-hmm. one way or another. And to jump to the end of this episode, if you're looking to buy Worms, you could buy anything post-99 and get the same kind of feel. Personally, if you've got a PC, if you're buying it on
0: PC, I would get Armageddon. Yeah. Because it's just, has a very good package. Having played both of them one after the other, Armageddon definitely stands head and shoulders above above the first one. Unsurprisingly, really. Un- absolutely unsurprisingly, they'd had four years to
1: gestate yeah. on what they were trying to deliver, what they wanted to deliver, so um, I think if this game were being made now, it would never been made before, then we probably would end up with Worms Armageddon, simply because of the, uh, and it was given a certain advantages like um, time and space and money, um, we'd end up with Armageddon, Armageddon would be what they intended to make in the first place. I personally think, and this is a little bit sad, I guess, if you put Worms itself, if you just put the the original Worms out into this, into the ecosystem now, I don't think people would gel with it in the way that they did in 1995. No. Whereas I think Worms Armageddon, people would, although having said that, are you aware of Worms Rumble? Yes. So Worms Rumble is like a new take on Worms. And I think one of the reasons that that has come about is because there is a little bit of a disconnect between the audience and the the traditional Worms formula. What do you mean? I don't think people are as into Worms now as they used to be. Is that the better way <laughs> to say it? Yeah. Um. I've got Worms Weapons of Mass Destruction, or Worms WMD, and that is exactly what I've just said. It, it's Armageddon with, with supposedly shiny new graphics. Um, I
0: actually prefer the graphics in Armageddon. It's just nicer. You are you are more into worms than I thought. I'm quite Oh surprised. really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The, the only thing about the original Worms before we move on then is, is it was a lot slower than I I remembered it being as well, especially again compared to Worms Armageddon, which felt a lot more fluid. Like the, the time between taking a go, choosing where to aim, firing it, and then the next person, it felt it, it just felt physically very slow. So much so that the, the round we played. We ended up going to sudden death mode after 15 minutes. So it took that we had I had two worms, I actually had one worm left over, and they all went down to one hit point, which was again a very smart design choice to to make sure the game didn't drag out longer than necessary. But it just it it had dragged out longer than necessary at that point, Maybe. I guess.
1: I think that's saying something about us though, as Possibly. well as the game. I don't necessarily think that's the game. We if I'm honest, I don't think that we were wholly digging down into it as as much as we could have but that takes time and effort yeah. that we don't have and if we were to like my friends like playing worms with you is a quite different affair to playing it with my friends when I was younger because they were they were sort of mastering the mechanics and once you've mastered them mecha- I think you said something similar to this actually while we were playing if you've mastered the mechanics if you can traverse using ninja in quite unusual and interesting ways um or if you can you know perfectly set off a bazooka and use the wind to carry it to where you want it to go if you've got that understanding of how this game works then I think it becomes a whole different thing and and you're probably gonna engage with it a whole lot strong a, a lot more a lot more strongly and you're gonna enjoy it more because you you're feeling your mastery when you do everything um for you and me as layworms we we just aren't going to feel that satisfaction from a perfectly pulled-off bazooka shot or whatever. No. What we were finding, because of the because we haven't played this for so long, is that we couldn't remember how to do things. So uh, shooting an Uzi, I don't think we did shoot an Uzi correctly at all. No. Once. So it was more like we, we were getting in our own way and there was a degree of frustration that came along with that. So we've got to factor that in in, in, yeah. in terms of mitigating... Yep. circumstances
0: and as understanding the weapons you, you start off with x number of weapons across the bottom and then there's all your move set as well and for us or certainly for me it was just a case of trying each one out to, oh i think this one would probably work with this situation let's try it and see what happens mm. oh yeah that seemed okay but a more seasoned worms player would have maybe chosen a different uh, weapon in a used it in a different way and so this felt like dipping my toe in and again as you just said with more With more gameplay, I'd be able to refine how I played the game a lot more and maybe get some more enjoyment out of it. I don't know.
1: The problem that I think I have and that I'm going to guess you have is that I just don't... I'm not inclined to do it. not at all. Not inclined to want to dip my toe in any further than we have. Um, And I think that disinterest actually comes from having... How many times do I have to put my foot in the water before I don't try again? Yeah. Like, I've, I've played multiple iterations of Worms and it's just not my thing so if it is your thing then you know you couldn't get a better package than Worms Armageddon as I hope we've made clear like Team 17 really knocked it out of the park with that on on PC at the very least because I, as I say I remember playing on N64 with my friends I never did the setup I can't remember how customizable it is on consoles but on the PC, it is absurdly customizable. Yes. <laughs> like there's so so much variation that you can add to the setup, and it's so it's super easy to cheat your way to getting everything unlocked as well. There's a cheat which we use today called Boggy sent me. You just type Boggy sent me into the title screen, and everything will be unlocked. Um, and you can
0: have at it. Go 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 at it as much as you like. Hammer and tongs. Hammer and tongs. It's also worth maybe pointing out at that point about the, the pricing at the moment. So, at the time of recording, there's a massive Team 17 sale. So, on Steam, so if we go with the original one... Oh, it's Steam? It's the Steam Summer Sale. It's also on sale on Good Old Games as well. Oh, right, okay. Uh, so, on Steam, the title is called Worms, but, confusingly, is actually the Worms United title. So, it has Worms on Worms reinforcements in. It's usually £5. At the moment, it's down to £1.24. And then, on Good Old Games, it is called Worms United... It is usually £4.89 and it's down to £1.19. So either way, very, very cheap. Yeah. And then Worms Armageddon, I didn't look into that because I didn't know we were going to play that, but um, we've managed to get that stay in the sale for a couple of quid. Yeah, it's £2.24 yeah. on on Steam. It, it is the
1: right time to get it if you can spare a pound to see if you like it. or spare. To be honest, as I said, I spare a couple of pounds and, and go in at Worms Armageddon. And then, if you don't like it, then it it's only a couple of quid yeah. that you that you've spent. Um, but yeah, it really it. We sometimes hit into these games where it feels like it's very hard to, like I don't recommend it on a very personal level, but it's it, you can't argue with the package. Like it is for the right people, a great game and a and a really
0: well delivered package. When you when you jump up to Worms Armageddon. I think the way you summed up, you know, starting off the second half, they're not for me. I completely agree with that. You know, yeah, I can appreciate it as a game. I can appreciate there are lots of people who like it, but it just doesn't float my boat. What I do like about it is the comedy aspect, like the concrete yeah. donkey. When you drop a concrete, yeah. concrete donkey for the first time,
1: that's fun. That's silly. That's funny. When you throw a holy hand grenade and you have no idea what is what's going to happen and you get the hallelujah. That's fun, mm. Mm, funny and silly. Um, Super sheep, they're funny. The, the fact that sheep come in whole like a, a whole flock of different sheep weapons and there's i think there's even a, a mode where you can where all of the all the crates has got sheep in yeah um yeah i i think i like the comedy of it but it's just that the game side i, de- I don't like so yeah yeah
0: there you go i i don't want to keep saying that <laughs> i think i've said it enough So looping back slightly, we usually kind of do this in a slightly different order. After Worms United came out, they then had in nineteen ninety seven a title called The Director's Cuts came out on just on the Amiga and it had graphical and gameplay improvements and it only sold five thousand copies. That's that's a surprise. But you think about the console... Oh, yeah, was I on. suppose. 97 a meter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Didn't think about that, yeah. I've also jotted down, I distinctly remember seeing a screenshot of there being a Wallace and Gromit level for Worms. And really? I got really excited about playing that yeah. as, a, as a child. And I couldn't find hide nor hair off it on the internet at all. So I definitely saw that unless i have implanted that memory afterwards so if anyone knows about that um please let us know because we've said about how team 17 went on to lots of other titles uh, this game itself worms then got a remake in 2007 for the xbox 360 just simply titled worms it came out on the playstation 3 in 2009 and ios in july 2009 and uh, got about 75 on metacritic it's currently still on ios it's available for two pounds if you fancy some handheld worms that sounds dodgy and between the first Worms in 1995 and 2023 time recording, there have been 22 titles in the Worms series to date, mm. going from 2D to 3D, as we talked about already. Um, there's also a lot of spin-offs, such as Worms Blast, which is a puzzle game in the style of Buster Move, and Worms Golf. I think there's a Worms Pinball as well, and the, there was a Facebook iteration in 2012. And the most recent mainline Worms title was Worms uh, WMD, which came out in 2016. It yeah. talks about in the first half about Team 17 also publishing games as well. So as part of that, within Worms WMD, you can unlock uh, like masks and skins, I think, for the Worms to wear based on other titles that Team 17 has published. So you can have Worms with ukulele masks. Saints Row, U- ukulele spelt y o o. Yeah, the, the 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 game, the awful awful game. Uh, Saint, <laughs> Saints God. Saints Row and Goat Simulator. Yeah, so I just thought that was it. Saints Row, it. I didn't know that. Yeah, Team Seventeen didn't publish Saints Row. They've also got something to do with it because when when you go on Worms WND on Good Old Games, there's a screenshot and it's uh one of the worms has got that clown mask that's associated with Saints Row. Oh. So there's there's some uh? kind of link. Yeah. What what clown mask? Well, I don't know what. There's clown a mask. there's a Clown
1: Saints, Row. is there? You don't. You're. I'm pushing you out into deep water, aren't I? You don't
0: know what you're talking I about, you I haven't got a clue. No. Okay.
1: <laughs> I could see it when you started to smirk.
0: <laughs> oh, you know me well. Lost the bottom. Uh, and the only other thing to mention to finish off then is in early 2022, Team Seventeen got in a, a spot of hot bother when they announced Meta Worms, which were a series of NFTs. Oh yes, I remember this. Yeah which then got cancelled due to a massive uproar and some of the tight uh, some of the teams sorry that have games published by Team 17 saying that they would not uh, have their games published by Team 17 they would seek other publishers if Team 17 were to push ahead with yeah. these NFTs Team 17 then made the decision to cancel those was that before or after
1: the spot of hot bother as you just called it a spot of hot bother love it um was that before or after the CEO slash director was ousted because it had been found out that she was a baddie? I don't know. She she was not she was like workers like the ethical side of being an employer, she right. she'd missed that chapter out. Oh, okay. <laughs> she um cool. She was there was a story. I was only talking about this the other day with somebody as well, actually. Um there was a story that was leaked, that she would have employees come in, um, and wrap her on a Saturday and wrap her Christmas presents for her and things like that. Like she was, she, she had no concept of boundaries, employer, employee boundaries. Wow. And she, she was, uh, one of those types that was like, if you're not at your desk at 11 at night, then you're not doing your job right. Sort of thing. Um, you weren't aware of that? No, I wasn't. Okay. That
0: sounds heinous.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Worms! <laughs> Yay! What What? Are we to end on a high note? Yeah.
1: I don't think she's there anymore. And Team... I, I do want to hasten to add, Team 17 do do a hell of a lot of great work. And I do count Worms as part of that, despite yes. having said, yeah, I, I think Worms is <laughs> a, a massive achievement and something that should exist, for sure. So, Yeah there
0: you go okay thank you for listening if you've enjoyed remember to come join us on social media facebook twitter instagram and youtube and like share subscribe Brit and review
1: yes please thank you for staying to the end and um if you do enjoy worms come and come and let us know why we'll be back next week have a good week bye worm you later worm you later that sounds like an emulator for worms